0: Hello, uh, I'm back.
1: And we're glad to have you back.
0: Yeah, so uh, I'm Caleb and Kim is here. This is uh, more normal.
1: Yeah, it, it it was great doing it with Sarah, but I missed you.
0: Yeah, well... Like,
1: uh, it was weird not no, having yeah, to be like Kim, try again.
0: Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> um No, but first thing, uh, we appreciate you tuning in to the bonus episode. This will be our final bonus episode for season number two. Yeah. And uh, we had a lot of fun again this season, and I I think uh, I I had a good time and learned a lot of stuff, and uh, uh, hopefully the listener did as well. Yeah. Uh, And also, first off, I really want to say that we're very grateful to everyone that took part in the podcast, and especially to Sarah for helping out – over the last few weeks, uh, so that I could do some other things, and we're very grateful for that.
1: Yes, yes. Appreciate everyone's time and effort on it. It takes a lot of time, and we appreciate you all sacrificing that to do it with
0: us. And, most importantly, we're very grateful to everyone that listened throughout this season. Yeah,
1: they um, put up with
0: us. Yeah, it's amazing. You know? <laughs> hey, if you just started listening, if you just started listening and you've only listened to the, uh, the stories during this season, you need to go back. And listen to, to this one. to season one because it's also very good.
1: Very good uh, stories.
0: Yeah, so the we want to
1: encourage, right? Uh, Michael Sa- Satt Sattler,
0: yeah. Sattler, Sattler, and John Birch. Yeah, and so they we want to encourage you to go back and do that if you haven't already. All right, Kim, we need to uh, discuss the story of Chaplain Willard a little bit.
1: Willard, yes.
0: So, what By the
1: it, way, it's good to have you here, Chaplain.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's funny. Our, the spe- <laughs> our special guest today.
1: Our special is... guest is Chaplain Willard. That's Thank funny. you for joining us.
0: What it, uh, so tell me, Kim, what, it, what uh, I mean, it was a pretty fantastic story. It is a fantastic uh, story.
1: It's, so, like I've said so many times, I'm fascinated with World War II. Right. And so... I always get excited when we do a World War Two story, which we've done one in each season so far. Right. Which is really fun for yeah. me. But I I love the story. I didn't know a lot about it before we decided on doing this story, and I learned a lot. I really Yeah. It.
0: So somebody told me uh, during the, the process of this, they told me, who would have ever thought to tell a, a story about a, a chaplain in World War Two as a missionary story? Yeah. Mm-hmm but it really is a, a lot of, it's very fascinating, and it was very well received. A lot of people seem to get a blessing from it. Yeah. So, um, tell me, you hear that?
1: It's, it's another train. It's my
0: arch nemesis. It's true. It's the podcaster's arch nemesis, the train. The train. That's all right.
1: It it comes, and it goes, <laughs> and it comes, and it goes, and we pause, and then we start again.
0: But not during the Bonus episode. During the the bonus episode, episode, we don't care.
1: We're like they can hear it. We don't. You
0: don't. But (laughs) but seriously, we do have to take it seriously. Like when we were doing the story of uh, Michael Sattler, it's like in the fifteen hundreds. You can't have a train. There's no train. There is no train. Yeah. Tell me about uh, the story of Chaplain Willard Kim. What? Tell me some of the the takeaways that you have.
1: Well, um, to start with, I think that it. I guess for me, whenever it. Just talking about how he ministered to the men all the time. And he was very alone, really. He didn't have a lot of help. He didn't have a lot of backup. Because like we talked about, um, there's the train. Harry, I told you. <laughs> um, like we talked about how 50% of the chaplains were Catholic. 50% of t- chaplains were Catholic. Yeah. He was like the, wasn't he the only think- Baptist among in, the 14 that landed? Yes,
0: that is correct. I mean,
1: that's crazy, and that's a huge responsibility, trying to minister to all those men, trying to tell all those people the truth, and he was basically by himself. That's
0: true. You know? And, uh, of course, you know, he had a young, young uh, Sergeant Culp that oh, helped him yeah. as an assistant mm-hmm. and, uh, and r- reached a lot of those men as well. Um, you know, we— well, I remember Culp was
1: right on their level. You know? Right. He was one of them. And uh, of course, Chaplin Willard was, too, because he was right up there on the front with them, But Culp was just one of them. You know, he he wasn't there to to minister to him. But he did that. But anyway. he,
0: did. he did. So but that is one thing about about uh, Chaplin Willard. That's pretty uh, fantastic. He You know, he didn't have to make the landings. No. He could have gone uh, and he was allowed to because he was non-combatant he didn't have to make the landings he could have waited and gone ashore you know after the fighting had died down some and things like that yeah. but he wanted to be with the men because he knew a lot of them were going to die yeah. in battle and he wanted to be there to give them the gospel and uh, and a lot of men respected him for that yeah. and uh, you know so there's a lesson obviously to be learned from that is that uh, people respect, when you make a personal sacrifice because you care about their soul. Yeah. And the old saying is it's all, it's almost a cliche, but it's true, is that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Yes. And it really is true. And, uh, you know, these men knew that Chaplain Willard cared about them enough to put his own life in danger. He took his life in his hands just so that he could give them the gospel. They knew that, and they respected him for it. And, uh, and he
1: did it over and over. And he again.
0: did it a lot. Yeah. That's exactly right. So I
1: think it really shines through in the story.
0: Yes, I agree absolutely.
1: And speaking of Sergeant Colt, there's a, a man that that touched my heart. Yeah,
0: that was yeah. A very very moving story too.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so because
1: he was more than I know. I just keep. No, asking, no, no. But Go ahead. he was more than just you know someone who helped the chaplain for three months they became fast friends they were close you know? friends yes and I mean he like Cole literally like carried him to a foxhole when he could not move right basically you know and they Culp really ca- cared about him and I'm sure whenever whenever he found um, the sergeant's helmet I'm sure that that broke his heart
0: yeah yes I'm sure know? of that too
1: Broke my heart. Yeah. I read it. Yeah, (laughs) it's funny.
0: Um, So what I was going to say is that one of the major takeaways for me was uh, that, uh, and a lot of the men coming back from the war Mm -hmm. realized it, and Chaplain Willard tried to implant it in them as well, was the importance of sending missionaries. A lot of these men realized that – all of these islands and their enemy, the Japanese as well, were people that did not have the gospel. And a lot of these young men are getting saved. Uh, you know, Chaplain Willard's leading them to the Lord or they're getting, you know, whenever they're uh, close to death, they're, uh, you know, getting back to God. Maybe men that were backslidden and stuff had been raised in church at young ages and things like that. And uh, you know, we talk about uh, you know, more, several of them said that when we get, when I get back, I'm going to help support missionaries. We're going to help send missionaries, and really, that's what the whole thing is about. It's about the Bible says, "Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel," yeah. and uh, so that's what it's about. Is we have to send the gospel, we have to carry the gospel to foreign lands, and uh, everyone can't go, but everyone can help send. And uh, so, that's always been the goal of the New Testament Baptist churches, is to take the gospel to the whole world. And get the word out. Amen. Amen. That's good. So, I like that. I think that was really good. And that's a big part of what this podcast is about, also, is uh, encouraging people to remember uh, the sacrifices that other Christians have made and to encourage you, the listener, to be faithful in whatever God's called you to do, whatever avenue that you have to help get out the gospel in your local church and uh, and in your personal life to help get out the gospel. And don't worry about the difficulties. I don't mean don't worry about the difficulties in your life, but remember that they're secondary and they're temporary. Yeah. And uh, that those that went before us suffered much worse and yeah. endangered themselves far greater. And uh, so we're grateful to live in a time where uh, we have relative ease, at least here in the United States. And I know that's not true everywhere. And we have listeners around the world. So uh, I understand that there are people in far more difficult situations than you and I, Kim. But the listener, whatever your situation, it doesn't matter. What does matter is, are you being faithful to the Lord Jesus Christ? And trying to get out the gospel and tell a lost world that Christ died for your sins, according to the Scripture, and that's yeah. what we have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so we hope that the podcast accomplishes that in some way to encourage you. Uh, just uh, keep on the firing line. Yeah. So you, what, what else? You got anything else?
1: Um, well, like you were saying about um, our struggles and our trials and stuff. I think something that spoke to me very deeply in the podcast is just a very very short, little part of the story. Whenever um, one of the men came to Chaplain Willard and was complaining about his lot in life and telling him how bad it was, and he had a right to feel like right, you know, like was, was pretty bad. legitimate. He was yeah, at, he was at war, you know, and. And I believe it was Thanksgiving time, and he wanted to be with his family, and he was sad, and he was lonely, and he was complaining. And what one of us would not be doing that? Right. I mean, we would, too. Yeah. But Chaplain Willard was like, look at everything you have. Right. I mean, and that spoke to me because I'm really bad about yeah. being the person, oh, look how tough the my old, life is. Look the old what song happen is happen to deal right. with, you know. But we ain't got it bad.
0: That's true. Yeah, the and your old
1: chaplain Willard is over there facing everything he's facing, and he's like, "Cheer up, guys. It's not that bad. Yeah. You're healthy. You're strong. You've got your arms. You've got your legs. You know."
0: Right. The old song says, uh, "Count your blessings," Amen. and uh, that certainly is good good advice. Amen. So a uh, a final takeaway for me from this story is. Uh, how Chaplain Willard uh, put so much emphasis on giving away the Bibles, getting out the, the Word of God, giving, yes. uh, giving out the book. And I thought it was really good. I like it as that, uh, the Catholic priest, the Catholic chaplain, he didn't care anything about it. He's like, and sure, of course, take them. Yeah, and of course that's, uh, that's how it's always been. Mm-hmm. You know, The Catholic Church doesn't care about people having the Word of God. They prefer that you don't because the Word of God will set you free. The Bible says the truth will set you free and uh and of course in a evil religion such as the catholic religion that Mm -hmm. wants to keep people enslaved and keep them ignorant um the word of god is dangerous but uh we as baptists we recognize uh we're not baptists because john was a baptist uh we're not baptists because of uh because they have great history, and they do. They do. But we're Baptist because that's what the Word of God teaches in a King James Bible. Yeah. And uh, so we should always remember to keep the emphasis on the Word of God. And uh, in our lives and in our ministries, the emphasis has to be on the Word of God. And uh, so I think that's a good aspect of this story as well.
1: Yeah. I agree. That was really good to me. Um, when you think about how how many of the men actually really appreciated their bibles that they were given and it, we talked about how they would sit around the campfires reading them and and being encouraged by them right. and we forget how important
0: the word of the god word of god is yeah. really and you know some it. of them appreciated those bibles even more when it uh, stopped a bullet and saved, saved their lives, their
1: lives. <laughs> yeah straight up so that's I'm that's uh, uh, funny yeah. Um
0: but that's that's pretty fantastic stuff.
1: Yeah. You can't make that up No,
0: you can't. That's you can try like but one of
1: Caleb's <laughs> favorite thing. You can't make that stuff no, up. No,
0: I that's not it is but it's not my it's not original to I me. Know, it's I not, I get but that you from Dr. Grady says that all the time. You can't make this up. I know. Um so before we sign off, Kim, because we're sitting at about uh thirteen I'm minutes.
1: Not, I've got one more thing I okay, have to go say. Ahead. One more thing. Go ahead. You know that Chaplin Willard was a really cool guy. Okay. And plainly and simply, he named his grenades.
0: Oh, that's funny. and Ike. Yeah.
1: Like, when I read that, I was like, I love that.
0: Does anybody, do you know? I don't know. Was the Mike and Ike? Was that a candy I mean, was a I know it's a candy time, now. Yeah. Was it a candy at that time? Yes,
1: it was, and it was very popular.
0: Okay, that's what I was gonna During say. The, I don't know. The thirties. I perceived it probably was.
1: I believe it came out in the twenties. I, I
0: would like rather. Th- I like to think that they named the candy after his grenades, but yeah, I don't it think that's cool correct. That
1: it, it would have cool, it's not be correct.
0: correct. <laughs> yeah. So you also got to teach me something today. I. I, Just,
1: I, I i got to write this down like, yeah. on my calendar. Today's like that's, the 16th, I think. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I March taught Caleb 16th. on March 16th, 2018. Um,
0: that's funny. But, yeah, that is cool. I, I also like that uh, thought.
1: That was one of the funniest things to me in the whole story. I was like, I love that. Yeah, that's
0: Mike cool. and Ike. <laughs> um, okay, so we need to talk a little bit before we sign off. We're sitting at about 14 minutes, Kim. Yes. And we need to just briefly, before we sign off, Uh, for the day and for the season.
1: For the season.
0: We need to talk about Season 2.
1: Well, let's talk about Season 3 because we just finished talking about Season 2. Yeah, we finished
0: talking about Season 2, which was fantastic.
1: Which is what you just said.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, it's not what I said. (laughs) And we're now going to talk about Season 3. Yes. Pardon me. Excuse me. (laughs) Um, So, uh, first of all, people I'm sure are wondering when Season 3 will be out. And uh, we're already... Got things in the works and starting to work towards the next season, so we hope you're looking forward to it. We are. Um, And it will be out the first Saturday in July, the first Saturday in July. And as far as what stories we're doing, um, we're going to be doing the story of Isaac McCoy and family. Mm -hmm. Isaac McCoy and his family were... um, missionaries, Baptist missionaries to the American Indians. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a matter of fact, Kim, at the church right above the entrance door, you you know this, that there's a, uh, one of the Baptist history prints that's hanging above the door. oh yeah, uh, yeah. And it's of uh, Isaac McCoy and family. And uh, so we're not going to discuss the story uh, in any detail now because mm-hmm. we don't want to give any spoilers.
1: And don't y'all look him up.
0: Yeah, No, you <laughs> yeah, can't. You kidding. can yeah. Um But we, uh, we think that that's going to be a really fantastic story. Mm-hmm. We'll just say that their family, at great personal sacrifice, uh, dedicated their lives to getting the gospel to the American Indians. So that'll mm-hmm. be, um, again, we're, that'll be uh, one of the stories that we'll be telling. Uh, another one we're going to do is Baxter McClendon. Baxter McClendon, A.K.A. Cyclone Mac, uh, Baxter McClendon, and they called him Cyclone Mac, and he was a Baptist preacher, like a uh, evangelist, mm-hmm. here in the states um, during the uh, uh, during. We talked about a little bit uh, in John Birch's story mm-hmm. about. Uh, the, the battle between the fundamentalists and the uh, modernists, Oh, yeah, yeah, and that kind of mm-hmm. thing, and uh, J. Frank Norris and those type of things, mm-hmm. and Baxter McClendon uh, shares that time period, and uh, so we think is a pretty interesting story. I mean, the guy's nickname is Cyclone Mac.
1: I mean, that might beat Ike and Mike.
0: If I yeah, Just saying, yeah, it might look. Kim, I'm not gonna say it straight
1: I, up, but possibly.
0: <laughs> and I and you, I don't think that. And you may I don't not
1: know a lot about either of these stories, so yeah. I'm gonna so have you've a got very a lot busy. Of work to do. I'm gonna have a very busy couple months here Look, getting ready. But
0: here's the thing: if you don't know anything about Baxter Mcclendon, no. and you just hear that he has a nickname, Cyclone Mac,
1: I'm like, who doesn't want to know who? Who it is. doesn't want
0: to hear that podcast? I want to. Yeah. So that. those are two, and then we're gonna do a third story, and um, and I'm gonna level with you right now. Yeah. We have two different stories that we might do either one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't fully made up my mind. Actually, I think I know what I want to do, um, but we need to get some things worked out before we can. Yeah. So we're just going to save that. It'd be Either one of them is going to be fantastic. I can tell you that we're right now. There's no question.
1: We're going to do both of them at some point in hey, time. It's
0: going to be great. It's going to be huge. You're going <laughs> to love it. We're going to make the podcast great again, and you're going to love it.
1: And it's going to be great.
0: Okay. But sir, all joking aside, um, we are excited okay. about Season number three, and uh, we think it'll be very good. And that will be on July the seventh. Seventh. That's the first Saturday in July.
1: Very excited. And uh, right after Fourth of July, so you yeah. will have a good Fourth so, of July. By the way. Yeah. You know.
0: So also, um, again, like we said before, if you haven't listened to the uh, any of season one. I want to encourage you to go back and do it. If you know somebody that would like to listen to the podcast um, and uh, you can introduce them to it, uh, please send them to missionarystory.org. Mm-hmm. It's all one word, missionarystory.org, mm-hmm. and uh, encourage somebody else to listen to it, and we would appreciate you helping us get, uh, get the word out in that way. Um, if you have a Baptist history story or a, a Baptist missionary story, that you would like for us to do, uh, please feel free. You can go on to our website, missionarystory.org, mm-hmm. and just click on the contact us section and drop us an email and let us know. I mean, we're open to suggestions. We always have, I mean, there's no danger of us running out of stories. Not at all. But we, but there's. Uh, I've, I always want, am anxious to learn new stuff, new mm-hmm. stories. And uh, if you know a good one or there's one you want to hear, and it's Something you're interested in, drop us an email and let us know. We'll look into it. See if it's something that we're able to do. And uh, so we value your input and we value your suggestions.
1: And we value your time. We thank yes. you all again. We can't say it enough. Thank you all again for listening. We really appreciate that.
0: Very much so. Very much so. And then last thing we need to do, we have not done yet, is the book recommendation. Oh, yeah. So we uh, always... Uh, we always finish with a book recommendation for each story, and our main uh, source for this uh, for the story of Chaplin Willard is from his own book uh, entitled "The Leathernecks Come Through." The Leathernecks Come Through by Chaplain W. Wythe Willard. Uh, it's out of print now, but it, you can still find it. I'm looking at it right now on Amazon, uh, hardcover for seventeen dollars and sixty-one cents. And hey, look at that, Kim. Free shipping.
1: Free shipping. There you I go. Can't read
0: that. So, yeah. um, they yeah, in other words, $18. yeah. So they they are still available. You can still find it. Um, you'll enjoy it. It's a good read. Very good yeah. book. And uh, the title is "The Leathernecks Come Through" by Chaplain W. Wythe Willard. So,
1: very good book. Uh, and it's an easy read, but it's a really good read. You know, it's um, it was very ru- well written. If I could talk. Very well wi- written. Yeah. I
0: still can't say it. And, uh, and like I say, it's, he wrote it mm-hmm. himself. So you, first-hand account. I, I always like first-hand account uh, mm-hmm. books and stories. So mm-hmm. um, Anyway, we hope that this podcast and this uh, season has been a blessing to you. Mm-hmm. We're grateful, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing you again. Excuse me, talking to you again. I can't see you, and you can't see me, but the Lord sees us all. Somebody say amen. Amen. All right. But we're looking forward to talking to you again uh, come July the 7th. So thank you, and uh, Lord bless you.
1: Amen.